So I'm having a bit of an existential crisis when it comes to Monday episodes, because I really want them to be more like the old show with like news about what's coming out and, you know, movies and books and TV shows and stuff. And then I remember, oh yeah, Plague. So there, there isn't any of that. And it's just rumors and annoying stuff. But I still have some things to talk about. <laughs> We're going to talk about the new Transformers trailer and some other stuff on today's episode of Project Shadow. Hello everyone, how are you doing today? My name is Charlie, you might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, and it, it's, it's, it's almost October, and that feels wrong, but also, like, shouldn't it be, like, October 2027 by now? I mean, it's, it's something that everybody's saying, so I don't want to belabor the point too much, but it's me, so you know I'm probably going to. Time is weird this year, and for all the wrong reasons. Like, I wanted to go back to my childhood and remember when summer felt like it would last forever. And then it happened this year, and uh, all I could feel is like, that's not what I meant. Because this year, the summer went on and on and on. It was the summer that just wouldn't end. It was hot, it was humid. It was miserable. There was a plague. There was all kinds of other things going on in the world and in personal life that, you know, I just don't want to have happening. And yet, here we are, and it's almost fall. Well, it is fall, and it just doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right at all. Because now I have to think about November, and I don't want to do that. But I do want to do that, but I don't. So, if you're in the United States, all I have to say is vote. This is not a year where we can be complacent. We have people that are in power that all they care about is power. They don't care about human beings. They don't care about the rest of us. And we need to do something about that. And the thing that we can do, at least right now, is make sure that we are voting. Make sure we're making our voices heard. Make sure that they can't steal this election. Because... They have announced that they are planning to do that thing. And we just can't abide. We just can't. Like, you know, I'm all about the dudism and just like the dude abides and like we'll get through and it'll be all good. Like, I I honestly don't know anymore if we're going to be all good. And I don't like that feeling. I don't like that sensation at all. So go out there, register, vote. Make sure you're getting your voice heard. Make sure you are putting yourself out there in a way that is helpful and constructive and getting ready for the worst while hoping for the best. Because I honestly don't know what's going to happen after the after the vote. Like I've mentioned this before on the show, and I can't imagine November... Uh, at all. 
I, I'm trying to. I'm trying to make plans. I'm trying to pretend like everything's going to be okay because that's how mental health works. It's just I have to not give in to the little anxiety gremlins in the back of my head, but it's only going to be okay if we all collectively make it okay. So please help make it okay for me and for everyone else right now, because the world needs hope. And right now it's in very short supply. And yeah, I'm not going to be talking about this for the rest of the episode because, you know, I, I just can't. So let's talk about fun things like fictitious wars with giant robots and retro video gaming and fun things that we could do with computers. Yeah, let's do this, shall we? So Netflix released the trailer for War for Cybertron Earthrise, which I think is the way I'm supposed to be saying that. I don't think I still have to say Siege, because if they're just adding words on, because if it's War for Cy- if it's Transformers, War for Cybertron, Siege, Earthrise, like, uh, they're getting too long. The titles are getting too long, and I, I don't think that's what it is. But anyway, it's out, and it looks really, really good. I wish it had a date. I, I do wish it had a date on it, but, you know, I'm not going to be nitpicky about it, because it, it's, 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 it's so exciting it looks really good part one was better than i could have imagined it being mainly because i'm not gonna say transformers has been awful because it hasn't like a lot of the more recent transformers shows have been pretty good robots in disguise was a pretty good show cyberverse was okay it it had its moments I, I do wish they made it easier to watch, but, you know, that's just a complaint that I have with most things in the world nowadays. But it looked good. It felt good. The story was amazing. And as they are continuing to build this world out, hopefully we will get more of it. Like The thing that concerns me is they need to do longer series runs and I get that they're trying to refresh the toy line and all of that like I get it I get it I get it money 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 but but you have to give us characters to invest in especially if you're wanting to grow the mythos and with the war for Cybertron stories I I feel like they've really been doing that I like the new Optimus Prime I like an Optimus who's not entirely sure of himself and is learning how to be in control. I like the story between him and Alita. I like the ambiguity that they put in with Bumblebee. And yeah, I, I, I think that they're really on the right track with this series. The animation looks really good. The storyline has worked really well. I think they did a good cliffhanger between part one and part two. That is obviously spoiled now because, you know, we know the answer to the cliffhanger, but kind of, sort of, ish, a little. But having said that, yeah, I, I, I want them to give us more like Transformers Prime that goes over a couple years where we can really get to know the characters and invest in them in a way that makes them realer and more powerful. 
because if you're just going to be giving us a new set of characters or new versions of the characters every year, then you're no better than DC Comics. <laughs> and this is a reason why I love my DC Comics, but I'm pretty much paying for a comics app to read older comics that either I missed or remember fondly and want to reread and not spending so much time reading the newer stuff because I know it doesn't matter because it's just going to be washed away shortly anyway. Like there's no stakes if there's no stakes. And that should be obvious, but apparently somebody needs to tell the folks at Hasbro, like if there's no stakes, there's no stakes. If you're changing your tune, if you're changing your characters, if you're rebooting every year to every two years, it doesn't give us time to invest into the characters. So I get needing to refresh the toy line and you can do that by continuously adding new characters, doing alternate versions of characters. Like there are ways around this problem that you could totally do, but I, I, I don't, I don't think you're going to. And the nice thing about that though, is that like when Titans return happened and it was a terrible, terrible garbage fire of a show, even though some of the voice acting was interesting and the ideas were interesting. It's just the animation was terrible. Machinima did not do a very good job with that series. And they made it really hard to watch because it was only available on go 90, which I downloaded simply to watch that and watch nothing else on it. And then deleted it when the series was over. Cause why would I keep go 90 on my phone? Oh, and it was only available on the phone. You know, that made it good too. Like, uh, they've been making some weird decisions. And luckily, because those all just like bleh, out into the world and then it was over, eh, new stuff happened shortly thereafter and I was fine with it. But when you do something really good like this, it should give, you should give us time to savor it. Just a little bit, please. So, uh, I've been thinking a lot lately about my participation in various fandoms, because I used to be much more active, and this year has not been helpful. And it's a bit of a for a lot of reasons, because, you know, I was a convention person, so a lot of my fandom experiences involved going to cons and hanging out in real life with fans of the things that I love and doing things with them. And, uh, yeah, yeah, that's not happening this year. And who knows if it'll happen next year. And so I've been really reevaluating what I am going to be doing because I don't jive well with a lot of the ways that fandom has evolved online. I, I try to do the Reddits. I really do. I, I try to go onto Reddit and, 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 and yeah. And Tumblr and I are, I mean, we're not really friends anymore. I mean, it's not like we had a falling out, but I don't know. There's just something about it that I don't think to go there. So yeah, I do have a discord and you'll find a link in the show notes to my discord that hopefully I set up to be a forever link so that you could actually still subscribe to it. If not, let me know. Cause that means I just derped on it, but Definitely think about 
I'm thinking a lot about how to do that over there. It has been really good for my music fandom because with the rhythm bot installed on the server, we've been able to do music parties where we share a lot of our favorite songs and talk about them and everything. That's been really cool. I've really enjoyed that. But I'm trying to figure out how to just bring more of what I love about the convention experiences online, and especially to build it up into this Discord. Because it's kind of a mishmash community for everything that I do. It's for the podcast, it's for my YouTube channel, and, you know, there are some real-life friends in there from the meat space. So, hopefully, it will turn into something really cool. And it kind of already has. I mean, I've started seeing this supportive community forming in there and I really like I really like it but I'm trying to find more ways to express my fanish tendencies because in dark times like what we're going through it can be very valuable at least for me to consciously and willfully spend time focusing on the things that I love rather than the things that I don't like or the things that are really bothering me. Because I have a tendency to ruminate. And I'm not going to be doing that right now. <laughs> I just want to have a place to celebrate all of the things that I love. And to do it with people who like those things. So, if you enjoy the topics that we talk about on this show. And you would like to become more a part of it. Definitely go down and join my Discord. And we'll see what we can build over there. Plus, I put in a news channel where I'm hoping people will help me gather news so that I can do a better job at reporting it on this. Because I know that only a portion of the people that listen to this podcast are going to go and sign up for something like that. So this way, we can help the entire community by crowdsourcing the news together and then putting it out for everybody to hear. And I'm, I'm just really, I don't know. It's been a nostalgia week because I spent Thursday on Heather's channel on YouTube on a live stream. And we were talking about her conventions because Necronomicon was going on over the weekend. And I spent Saturday in a private chat with um, Glory and Tom just talking about conventions and all the fun things that have happened over the years and how much we miss them and are kind of planning on when all of this is over and we can go back out into the real world again, actually finding a convention that we can all meet up at and hang out because that would be amazing, amazing. And I really want it to happen. But until then, we've got to make do with the tools we got, right? Hey Charlie, it's Ems, and I'm geeking out over here about another game. Oh my god. I love this game. It's called Papa's Donateria, or Donateria, where we have a discussion about which one it is. 
I think it's probably Donateria, but um, to me, Donateria just sounds so much funner. I used to play this constantly um, until my old laptop died, and then I lost all my saves, and I haven't played it again, which is so sad, but, you know, I should probably get back into it. Basically, you are a donut shop owner, and they do have holidays, so, you know, me being the horror addict, I love when it's Halloween time and they have donuts that are shaped differently. Like for Yule, they'll have the Christmas tree. And for Halloween, they'll have a pumpkin one. And it's so cool because you can decorate them Halloween-y. You can decorate your shop Halloween-y. You can decorate your employees Halloween uniforms. It's so fun. Um, and it's just kind of brainless and takes your mind off things. It's especially fun to play with some sort of touchscreen kind of situation. It's really hard to control the mouse um, when you're putting the drizzle and, the, and shaking the sprinkles on the donuts. So you'll want to have an ability to use your finger. That sounds really weird, but <laughs> could sound really bad. But basically, you want to be able to drizzle the stuff with your finger. And it makes it so much easier and you can get higher points. So that's my little geeky game tip for today. Bye. Dum, dum, dum. Drizzling with... I'm not even gonna... I'm not even gonna... No, no, no. I heard it before I said it, and I stopped myself from saying it. Oh my goodness, that was always really bad. That sounds like a lot of fun. I used to play a lot of cooking games and, like, that kind of game. As you all know, I have been desperately trying to find games to play, and the hubby, being the sweet and wonderful person that he is, got me a copy of Dawn of Man the other day, because I love Planet Base, and it's from the people who made Planet Base. And in a lot of ways, it's basically Planet Base, except for instead of trying to colonize Mars, you are a Paleolithic society trying to survive. And can I just say, the, the lions, the lions are a problem. But it's a lot of fun. It is getting everything set up and watching the civilization grow over time and trying to save everyone and making sure that there's food and clothing. And I don't know why I like these kinds of games because they should be like the exact opposite of what I like because of my various stress triggers. But they relax me. I love, I love these games. So I've actually been playing that over the weekend and not nearly as much as I want to, and hopefully I will be playing it a lot more to kind of relax and recuperate. I am going to try <laughs> to take October more slowly than I did September, because I went mad in my creativity and creative output, but we, I mean, we'll see. We will see. All in all, I, I, I think it's important for us to find these escapes, these little places that we can go. And I don't know what it is about making sure that I have enough housing and that I have enough slings and weapons to fight off the, uh, to fight off the cave lions. I do. I, I finally did domesticate dogs. So, yay, that, that's very helpful because the dogs at least alert the people to the lions approaching and will help fight off the lions. So, that's something. I don't know why I like this kind of game. I really don't. I mean, it, 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 it makes little to no sense given, like I said, all the things that really bother me in the world, but it's fun to escape. 
So that's kind of my little geeky thing that I will probably be talking about a bit more as we go forward and I play it more and learn more and get to see more about it because it's not, at least right so far, it's not as hard as Surviving Mars, but then again, you don't have to worry about things like oxygen supplies, so that's just going to make a game a lot easier when you don't have to worry about accidentally asphyxiating everyone if you don't get everything built and powered and resourced quickly enough. Because that's stressful. But if you've, if you've never played Planet Base, definitely check it out. It's a game I still play from time to time. Like, I bought Surviving Mars, which is a, on paper, a much better game, but it's not as fun or compelling for me as Planet Base. So, I have high hopes for Dawn of Man. So, my first story is up. The five-minute AuthorTube anthology went up on Sunday, and confirmation is up for the world to see. If I'm a good person, I will link it down in the description. If not, I will just let you know that just go to youtube.com slash cedorset, because that should definitely be linked in the show notes. So just go there. You'll see it. If you're interested in such a thing, and at least... It, it's it's kind of astounding me how well people are reacting to it, how much people like it. I, I like I didn't think it was bad or crap or terrible or any of that stuff. Like I, I have I have enough self awareness to know that I liked it and hoped other people would like it too. But the reception that I've gotten on it so far has been overwhelmingly positive, and that just. That thrills me and makes me very, very happy for the future because I want to be doing more of these kinds of stories. I, I, I really enjoyed the process of writing a story that I knew had to be visual and short and the process of making the artwork for the video and even the process of cutting it together. So I do plan on making a lot more of these and coming up with kind of a schedule where they will be coming out more regularly so they can be relied on. I will say, I don't know if there will be one between now and then, but I am planning one of these for Halloween. I have a messed up Halloween story that I wrote called The Feast of the Dead that will hopefully be out some, sometime around Halloween-ish. I haven't decided if it's going to be before or after, but somewhere in that time period. And this is kind of where I want to just like ask y'all, what do you want? And I really mean that not so much in like a, I'm going to focus group and offshore my responsibilities for my own content to the internet. But I don't see a lot of people making story content like this there are some there, there, there are podcasts yes there are podcasts that are people kind of narrating stories and I do have plans for those and unlike previous attempts at that I'm going to get them completely recorded and edited and then completely scheduled before they get started that way I know that they're done and that they're coming out and it's one less thing to stress about. So those are going to take a bit longer for me to do. 
but I don't see a lot of this kind of stuff going on on YouTube. If you do, and I'm completely missing it, like if there's a whole secret hidden part of YouTube where people are just putting up these awesome stories, and I'm not talking about like the channels that are reposting audiobooks solicitly or that are reading classic fiction, like I know about those because YouTube shares them to me and I, I didn't know. But if you know of anywhere where this is happening, do let me know because I'm so fascinated by this format because it's not. I do not have the technical expertise to be making motion comics. And I do not pretend that what I'm doing is a motion comic. I also do not have the financial wherewithal to be able to hire somebody to either make a motion comic or to actually animate something. So everything that I'm doing has to stay within my own sphere of control. And that sphere is very tiny and has a limited set of skills. So you can see what the first one is. It's called Confirmation. It's up on my YouTube channel now. I really like how it worked. I'm playing around with some features, so I might be able to fit some stock footage in at some places to have more visual appeal to the stories that I'm doing. I don't know. We, we will see. Like, we're, we, we will see. Hopefully, I will be able to, at some point in the not too, too distant future, afford a better rendering machine so that I can make pictures quicker and make videos quicker because that's really the big roadblock in what I'm doing right now is I, I want, I, I'm happy with the four images that I did for this video. I kind of wanted to do more, but I knew how long each image took and I knew that that was not possible. So I had to limit with that. And I think limitations breed creativity, but also, you know, envy of better machines. So let me know what you would like from me in the future going forward. So having said all that, the, the main thrust of everything that I'm doing right now is trying to prepare for the future and pretending that I'm going to have one because that is in so many ways, the hardest part for me in all of this. And it's not just like with everything going on in the world, but just in general, I have come up with a plan. <laughs> I don't know if I will stick with it, but I, I, I have a content plan that will help me organize my thoughts on all of the different stories and worlds that I'm developing right now so that I can get them out in a way that I think works in a way that makes sense. And hopefully, hopefully, hmm, yeah, I'm going to say it again, hopefully will work for all of you because Two big problems that I'm having right now is that I've been producing stories at a rapid, rapid rate. And I didn't take any time to stop and figure out like, how am I going to get these edited? How am I going to get them, get covers for them? How am I going to get them out there? What am I going to do for marketing? Am I going to be doing audiobooks with them? Am I going to be doing video 
thingies. I don't know what to call these videos. Anyway, these video thingies with them. And I, I, I have plans now. And hopefully I will stick to them. We'll see how well that works. Because me and planning are not exactly best friends. Like, we're not enemies. We're not even frenemies. We're just like casual acquaintances that nod to each other in the hallway when we go to get our mail. But we don't really talk to each other, except for occasionally. Like, they know I have a sister, but they don't know that I have two sisters. And I think that they've been with their spouse for a while, but that may just be their boyfriend. You know the person I'm talking about. That's me and planning. So I'm hoping that it all works out and that it all pans out. But I, I really need to come up with a broader content plan on how the YouTube channel and the podcast and the books are all going to kind of play together in this new creative environment that I'm in. Because I don't know how any of that's going to work. Still working on that part. So hopefully you enjoyed this. Hopefully you like this episode. If you have any questions, comments, or topics that you would like to hear discussed on the show, please let me know. Down in the show notes, you'll find a link to the voice message system. Keep it short, keep it clean so I can use it on the show. I would love to hear from you. You can also hit me up on instant on uh, <laughs> social media. I am C. Dorset on both Twitter and Instagram. And you can find a link to my Discord down in the description. And you can find links to everything that I do over at projectshadow.com. So hopefully, hopefully... I can start answering more of your questions because that's kind of what I want either the YouTube channel or the podcast or both to be because I feel like just talking about what I want to talk about isn't really serving the community in the way that I want to be serving the community or it might be I don't know so let me know what you think if you have any money that you can like pass my way down in the show notes you'll find a link to listener support, my Patreon, and coffee for one-time donations. Thank you so much to everybody who does that. You are lifesavers, you are amazing, and thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, from the bottom of my heart. If you don't have any money right now, or you just don't feel like giving, perfectly alright, please do not feel any pressure. But, if you know anybody that you think might like any of the stuff that I do, share it with them. Because getting discovered in this industry is the hardest part and anything you can do to help other people find my work is greatly appreciated alrighty especially with everything going on right now it has to be said over and over and over again black lives matter black trans lives matter trans identities are valid especially non-binaries like myself MBs unite (laughs) and until next time May you have the courage to ride your dreams into reality, and don't forget to have the fun. Bye!